In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. Oh, it's that time of year again. It is Masters Week, and we are thrilled to be here at Golfdom for another edition of the Capital Golf Gang. If you're listening to this on radio on Saturday morning on WJFK, we appreciate you listening. But the podcast of this show came out on Wednesday when we taped it because we couldn't do a live taping as the tournament was going on. So just keep that in mind. But we've got a lot of Augusta angles, a lot of stuff to discuss today. So let's introduce the panel. Look who is in today, a very special guest, Carol Maloney of Well and Wonder Studio <laughs> in Northwest DC. Give her a very patronly Augusta-like <laughs> golf clap. Uh, by the way, Carol, of course, formerly long time on TV here in DC on NBC Sports Washington, NBC4, Masson with the Nationals, yes, right? Yes, Am I missing you. anything along the way? Feldman and Maloney. I had my own radio, radio show. show. Feldman and Maloney, her own, own yep. show, yeah, Carol her Maloney own. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now is running the uh, Well and Wonder Studio in Northwest. DC. It is more than just a wellness uh, studio and center. It's a gathering and healing center for the community. So you says your website. Your research. I did. I went oh to the I, exactly. And uh, from yoga to hemp, from classes to small to medium events, Carol's place has Crushing got it, it going on. Nice. Awesome. Absolutely. And but of course, I still have time for golf. So I still watch good. and play. Yes. And, and of course, me. Carol is Iowa born and raised, former D1 basketball player at Drake. Right. Does that give me some street cred here? On well, you must know Caden Clark. Is oh, well, did it, that, but other. hold that thought. We're going to well, get into I, trash I talk. We're going to let her get <laughs> her thoughts <laughs> off on that. Um, but excellent golfer, loves the game, member at Columbia. We played at Buddy's Club Westwood a few falls ago. He gave me a couple strokes he shouldn't have. Well, you dusted me three and two without much effort, so, nice. you know, yeah, girls nice. got game. John Gould, Executive Director of the Mid-Atlantic PGA. Good morning, Good sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me again. You. And John Ronis, the Director of Golf at River Creek in Leesburg. Nailed it. PGA yes. Director of Golf. Ladies and gentlemen. PGA of America, Director of Golf at River Creek. All right. I have a, uh, I have a little trick I want to show you guys. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. You're like, Surprises Uh-oh. are not good. No, no, no. This is a good surprise. You ready? Since it's Masters Week, I want to show you something I learned. You ready? Every hole at Augusta by tree name, by memory. Ooh. Do you think I can pull it off? Place your bets. Place Look at my your eyes. Bets. Look at my eyes. I'm not looking. You ready? How here much we go. did you study? Here we go. I'm just in the car driving here. You ready? <laughs> While driving. Tea olive, pink dogwood, flowering peach, flowering crabapple, magnolia. Juniper. The voice. Pampas. Yellow jasmine. Carolina cherry. Hot dog at the turn, we go to 10. <laughs> oh my goodness. Camellia. White dogwood. Golden bell. Azalea. Now longer for your pleasure. <laughs> Chinese fir. Firethorn. Redbud. Nandina. And holly. Wow. That was beautiful. Butler cabin, green jacket, <laughs> glory, and immortality. That was ah. 
did Man, it. I'm going to stand up for that. that. <laughs> I'm standing. I'm standing for that one. I'm standing. This is on the radio, but I'm currently standing. I, I, I thought about this literally driving in thinking, could I memorize that? I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And of course, there's enough stoplights on Route 7 and construction. Right. I had the time to sit there and, and practice through it. It's the voice, though. I, I, I think, think it I would have got oh, yeah. it's a it should be an audition. The Jim so, Nance voice. Yeah. I think I could have got one. I, Golden Bell is probably the only one I would have pulled okay. off. So what, what do you think that'll unlock for me when I'm down there on Friday? Nothing. The mass, not a thing, right? No. Uh, t- I think total consciousness. On my deathbed. You're going to notice hey, and trigger some. They're going to let you buy memories. something in yeah. the merchandise I shop. I would just stand next to each tee for about five minutes and just utter the name <laughs> of it in that same voice with your eyes closed. And then a yeah. couple of gendarmes would show up and go, Sir, <laughs> yeah. it's time to leave. Yeah. What, what are you the guy about? talking to himself over yeah, here? Yeah, exactly. So All right. You look like you should be working at the tournament right now. You're supposed to be like. Keeping Why? everyone quiet. Quiet. Oh, Doesn't okay. he look like a staff? Well, right well Carol's the only Marshall. one who did not adhere to the admonishment to wear green today. I thought she that was a joke. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. I thought, podcast, what does it matter what I wear? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> not knowing. Well, don't worry. Set up. Buddy has a lot of great stuff That's here great. at Golfdom, and we'll get you outfitted during the first okay. break. How about Perfect. that? Perfect. Okay. An Azalea shirt That's would be hilarious. beautiful. Let's okay. All right. Let's start with the ANWA, otherwise known as the Augusta National women's amateur rose zhang beats jenny bay on the second extra hole this after squandering a big lead right. to start the day and the going rain. for it on 15 which made zero sense to anybody but her and her dad who was her caddy but hey yolo right <laughs> let's go for <laughs> it true um it was uh, another great event she has now won the amateur grand slam which i don't know john Gould. what does that comprise well i think it's made up right but it's it's the uh, the PGA uh, Women's Junior or PGA Junior. Okay. She's won the Women's Amateur, amateur in 2020. She won the U.S. Junior Girls right. after US... she won the Amateur, which is a weird sequence. But she's only 19. Right. The and then way. I think she won the college event. Right. So I, I, I think the, it's kind the, the of NCAA individual title. Right. Yes. Yes. So I guess this would be the, the yeah, Amateur Women's an Grand amateur. Slam. And I don't think I don't think we're including the British Amateur or anything like that. I think it's. Kind of made up, but, you know, she's won four huge events. It's kind of made up, but it's also kind of awesome, Carol. Yes. And, I mean, the know. fact that you guys are talking about women's amateur right now to lead off this golf show, it gives me great hope because it wasn't too long ago, maybe 20 years, that our only master's talk was concerning Martha, Martha Burke. Burke. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, no, I yeah. think this is a great event. Give credit to the uh, master's. I didn't watch it. Leadership. But I'm happy that the, the women are. Well, that's fine. I think it's great. You know, me with two daughters, it's like you want there to be that thing way up in the firmament for them to look at and gaze at as kids to dream right. the biggest dream of I could be there. I could walk on these grounds. I could compete on this greatest golf course in the world. It's beautiful. I'll, I'll tell you that my uh, one of my second to last golf trips with my group, we went to Victory Ranch, Park City, Utah, and we did this tournament called the Gunslingers. And it's all these women. And I was expecting, you know, kind of the golf women I've always seen, which mm-hmm. are, you know, 60 years Don't old. Go Don't, Don't go there. Don't go there. Thank you. Boys, Move stand on. down. Move stand, on. Let, Carol, Move on. let Carol go into this foxhole no. first. No. No. What, what were they like, Carol? I just Do will tell. tell you that the opposite showed up, which was <laughs> like opposite. bad. Bad bitches, huh? But they were like hot and dressed nice and athletic. and Hold on. What tournament out. is this? <laughs> and when? And do they need male caddies? My friends and I are like the oldest 
women there and we're like what happened to the women's game all right yeah. like this was cool to see that's awesome it was a three-day tournament just for women in park city and we flew in called and the we finished second to last it was called the gunslingers Whoa. and uh yeah. I like that's awesome title. Yeah, I like the title. And I remember thinking, wow, we've come a long way since I started playing. So, uh, Mr. Gould, tell me how great this event is and why is it so great? <laughs> well, you know, it's, as we were just kind of saying, it's amazing that we've come to this level that it's not just the junior events and it's not just the college events, but this is a, I mean, it's worldwide, right? So it's a worldwide amateur event. Um, you know, I'm sure the ladies on the LPGA tour would like to have an LPGA event there, and I'm not sure that will ever happen. No. But but this is probably the next best thing, and it's I, I think it's just phenomenal. I mean, if if you look at that field and where they're all from, you know, multiple countries. You got some young guns, you know, gunslingers. Yeah. Uh, but you got college age kids, and you've got you know a few, not many, you know, what we call mid ams, you right. know, older uh, women, but. Um, and what was really awesome, though, is because of the power of Augusta National, the publicity, you know, the fact yeah. that it's on TV. We're yeah. watch, we don't watch many amateur events on TV for men or women. And the fact that the women's was on ESPN and we could watch it was incredible. Yeah. John Ronas, you teach and instruct and coach many junior girls. Yeah. Talk to me. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is the investment in the game. So the investment, capital-wise, the investment in the television and production quality and everything else in the game of golf, we have, you know, uh, millions of people who play golf and to take and say that we're going to not televise junior women or women's game or whatever, you're taking a huge population out of the game of golf. And if we want to grow the game, which is really what a golf professional is supposed to do, mm -hmm. we need to invest into this capital, which is our youth game, our women's game, our senior game, because that's what golf is. It's a lifetime sport. And you have these girls who are going to grow up and hopefully, you know, some of them will play pro, some will, will their careers will be golf. But a lot of them are just going to be mothers. Yeah. And them bringing their kids and introducing them into the game of golf, that's a gift. By televising these young amateurs, you're going to get more girls into the game, and then it just mushrooms from there. And so we just have more people introduced, and I just love the investment in all sports right now into the women's games. Whether you like it or don't like it, men's or women's, who cares? It's on TV, and it's consumable, and I think you know right. sometimes it just brings great, great stories. So I love it. Yeah, it's Aww. good stuff. Now, Aww. you mentioned the LPGA, Mr. Ghoul, and there was initially, when this event was stood up and it was announced, there was a little bit of that kind of griping, like, oh, no LPGA event. The reason I think this makes more sense is not only with Bobby Jones being the great amateur that he was, but also, like you said, Ronis, a lot of these young girls and young women, they don't really aspire to go on to play on the LPGA Tour. It's not as lucrative as the PGA Tour. And so they have to make life decisions and family decisions, you know? And I remember there was one of the gals who finished either first or second, and I believe the first one of these, admitted in an interview on the Golf Channel, she's like, I love the college game. I love being with teammates. I love competing in college. I did not relish the likes of going out on the Symmetra Tour just grinding away, trying to get my LPGA card, and then 
doing the same thing as a solo They've done some major person. research on individual sports effects on young girls. And they do not like individual sports as much as they like the team sports, the right. team uniform, the team socks, the team headbands. That is what they have seen that the girls... They're a more civilized for. creature. They're more socialized, Yeah, Carol. and so when they go you to know, individual... You're a fairer sex than us. Savage individual men, us lone wolf idiots out there. Well, I tell you, they make the... Uh, the purse is big enough, and they'll. they'll <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Well, right. that is part true. Of TV, and yeah. that's TV leads to that. That's all. It all builds. That is true as well. Um, could it be better though? Because they only play one round at Augusta. They play the first two off site. Some have kind of mm, chirped about that. I don't want perfect to be the enemy of good. Yeah, I mean, I, I, they we played. We can do better. Yeah, they we played. Do better. You would like more rounds, yes, Carol? There. Yes, I just see, like seeing women playing golf at Augusta National. They do televise I, on the I Golf Channel go- the first two rounds off-site, you know. On the Golf Channel, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just like seeing them walking the grounds with sticks in their hand, competing, just because. I mean, Did there's you no. S- po- Point of a bayonet at them to get them to do this, right? Yeah. Like, was it uh, Hootie Martha, Martha Burke and Hootie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we will not like, be intimidated at the point of a bayonet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of changing our membership. Yeah. <laughs> just to see women included has just been wonderful. And the, amateur, come a long the way. amateur game is the love of the sport. It's yeah. not a business right. yet. Right. right. It's a love of the sport. So just keep it there. Hey, could you have more days? Yeah, but there's something about one day that makes it so special. And to right. know they're celebrated, they're welcome. Yeah. They've come yep. along way there do you see the smiles on these gals faces did you see some of the interviews and and read some of the quotes i mean it's just it's life-changing they're over the moon they're like this is so incredible best week of my life yeah so it's good so we'll uh we'll keep growing that drive chip and putt mr ghoul you have been there for this right not since however what year have you been down there? i was there the first two years okay uh, of the of the drive chip and putt how's it how's it doing now at this point do you think it's it's unbelievable it's it's grown uh, in terms of numbers, uh, you know, what's interesting to me is when, when we first rolled out Drive, Chip, and Putt, it was a player development program. Literally, you only have to hit nine shots. And we would have kids come out to the uh, the qualifiers with plastic on their clubs, literally unwrapping the plastic on the club to hit their very first shot at a Drive, Chip, and Putt. Mm-hmm. Because mom and dad said, hey, you only got to hit nine shots. Maybe it'll happen, right? <laughs> Maybe you get there. And now, who wins? You know, the kids that make it to Augusta and the kids especially that win at Augusta, they're all little mini-tour players. Right. Well, the first year I had the uh, the girls 7 to 9, first thing in the morning. So we, we uh, the bus left at 5.45 from the hotel a.m. So we get to drive down Magnolia Lane. The only problem is it's dark. <laughs> Can't see anything. <laughs> they go hit balls on the range with lights, you know. Right. Because it's a TV show as part yeah. of, you know, that's part of what it is and so at eight o'clock you got to be ready to hit that first ball on the driving range and they're playing in the dark but one of the girls i think it was alexa pano i I can't remember which one it was she this was seven to nine age group she had 72 wins Mm. at that point in her career (laughs) john is laughing and and she mentioned it she mentioned it it's just conversation 72 wins 72 times since she was in the seven to nine age group did those include putt putt wins at birthday parties how do you how do you make 72 wins at that age she's a californian and she they play all year round okay you know just uh, so always wins yeah so i mean they're very accomplished players it's not we're not getting the beginner hitting it hitting it rich and making it all the way to augusta but still it's a wonderful wonderful program which brings me and i and i my enthusiasm for this event has slipped a bit i guess maybe it's grown a bit old for me but 
I, I, I'm not sure about inviting people back another year. I think like you qualify, they're sort of like, this is our fifth one. And right. this is his fifth one. I'm like, eh, can we not? Move on. <laughs> can, right. Can we not manage that a little yeah. bit, Carol? Yeah. Do you think? Should, I think there should be like some sort of expiration right. date or time. Now, I know that they're climbing up the ranks. They're yeah. qualifying as 10-year-olds, yep. 11, 12, thir- or whatever. You're shaking yep. your head, John. Yeah, you say time. one and done. If you win. Yeah. Oh, if you win yeah. one and done. I mean, if done. you win, you definitely can't go to any other age groups or anything like that. It's like, congratulations, even, keep playing the game, yeah. keep working at home, but I, you've been here, you've been to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, yeah. get out. Yeah. I would even be fine with one time going there, and then you can't go there. Yeah, see, because I kind of look at it like, again, broadest net, most accessibility, because, you know, the good players, they're going to keep winning year after year. I don't know. It's something they can work on. They, they need better shirts, too, Ghoul. <laughs> I know that's Well, it's tough to come up with eight different colors, you know, for, uh, to represent the it's region. It's not the colors. It's the $20 PK that they're selling, which yeah. we know is a cost, right, John Ronas, of sweat, $10 smacks. Yeah, like things yeah. Like the, the lowest level outing golf shirt. It's Ugh. unacceptable. But yeah. as long as there's more in my pension. Yeah, but it's great. Yeah. I'm all for the, sh- the less expensive. I shirt. bet Carol's Gunslingers <laughs> tournament there in uh, Park City. That thing was like Peter Millar all the oh, way. Oh, it was, and it was like matching team shirts and even like bows. <laughs> Fantastic! There you go. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay, let me let me get Carol in here on okay. this uh, college women's college basketball since you played at Drake. Oh right, snap! Here we so, go. Caitlin Clark at Iowa. So Iowa was coached by Lisa Bluter, who was my oh, coach at wow. Drake. Oh, wow. And Caitlin no Clark is actually my best friend's niece and my sister's best friend's daughter. So uh, Nizzy is the name. Jenny Nizzy was my friend. So that's her niece. So it's very, you know, Iowa's very small. You're usually yeah. related. That's, why, you know I, that's why I assumed you all knew each other. And so I was texting. <laughs> we were, like, very intimately into the game, like, and texting about it. And I was like, tell her if she wants more playing time to drop my name to Bludes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, they just can you play more than forty deep. minutes? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. They weren't deep. Uh, Iowa right. wasn't, and Caitlin did. All. It was so fun. It She's was such a great, incredible. Yeah. Thank isn't you she? for you guys bringing her up because I was like really excited. I mean, she had the ability. She was the one. No offense to LSU, they went. They deserve the credit for winning, but it was her, Caitlin Clark, who brought the 10 million eyeballs. No yeah. question. To yeah. the TV, which is a new record. Yeah. And if she goes yeah. back next year, it'll be 15 and million. And she has, uh, and this is just all love because she reminds me so much of Nizzy, who was my teammate in high school, um, Jenny Nizzy. But she, which is her aunt, uh, she ha- she shoots like a, like the kind of way I do, which is you know kind of like it's not a it's not your traditional Steph shot. Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying Steph you're shot. saying you shot it's more a like quick, a push shot. It's a push. Mm-hmm. You know, you're but the, she, she shoots jumpers. Anywhere. She shoots but from she anywhere. shoots stone yeah. cold yeah. Steph yeah. Curry jumpers. Yes. I yes. I call Steph Curry Shootatron three thousand because he's not of this world, and I call her Shootatricks three thousand because yeah. she's the female <laughs> version. She's exactly. amazing. So exactly. that said, trash talk. Okay. Where do you come down on the whole controversy after the game with Angel Reese? Um, I I welcome trash talk, um, and I I try to you know I try to utilize it whenever yeah, I can. Yeah, you got to be able to back it up. Yeah. Whether okay. it's billiards, golf, did Angel Reese go too far? Though? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I think she went too far, but I think it's a misdemeanor, not a felony, and I think that you know, in the big scheme of things, it won't age well when she's thirty or forty or fifty. Okay, it's all about when. It's all about when. Trash talk is acceptable. Karma is always around, too. So you got to just know that it comes into play. Whenever you are trash talking someone, you you know, it's (laughs) going. 
The yeah. game, the game, and every game is usually. Mental. And I think Caitlin answered it just, perfectly. Yeah. Yes. You know, she yeah. said, you know, hey, I, I don't have a problem. I with expected it. And, it. No. I, yeah, I dealt it, and I, you know, I get I it back. It. Didn't Bring notice it. it. Bring yeah. it on. And, what about and that she didn't need to go to the the White House. That was for the winning team. Well, that was a ridiculous suggestion. Right. To be yeah. Honest. Um. So, what about trash talk on the golf course? I is mean, it ever acceptable? Least, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Whoa, 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 Let me nice let me... read after you like go <laughs> right. crazy. That's right. Or, I mean, you're always trying to get yeah. in your opponent's <laughs> Let me head. let me yeah. clarify. Okay. Let me start with Ronus on the end because he played high level competitive golf in a real golf tournament, college, amateur, whatever. There's no trash talk. No. 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 <laughs> there is the gentlemanly rules of conduct. You're not. There's silence. Be... There's silence. There's, uh, there's no good swing, good shot. At high level, okay. you don't say a word. All right. You can, as you're walking down the fairway, you can talk to the person. But there's no, no one wants to hear good swing, good this, good. You know if it's good. And then if you say good swing and then the ball all of a sudden starts veering off and you're <laughs> right. like, shoot, that wasn't too good a swing. What about sarcastic <laughs> trash talk? Like, for example, your opponent hits one way dead right. It's definitely going way into the woods. And you're like, come on, get left, get left. And everyone knows it's not getting left. <laughs> Is that a way to get under their in skin? In competition? Yeah. Oh, no. No, no okay. when you see someone hit a ball in the woods in competition, just you just hide. Oh. You're just like, oh, it's like this, contagious. Is, this is going contagious. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the karma aspect I got a spot of it, on you it. can't even root for it in your mind because you're like, karma, it's okay, coming back. Okay, one of those. what if a guy hits it in the water on a reachable par five and you go, man, I can't believe I didn't get there. <laughs> No. no. That's with, also unacceptable. With your buddies. Uh, yeah. That's okay. a different story. All right. Yeah. Now with your buddies, there's pretty much no limit other than yeah. dead mother, dead father, ex-wife. Maybe even ex-wife is in play. Oh, heck Let yeah. Pull that. Whatever. <laughs> if it's, it's buddies and money is yeah. on the line, yeah. then right. anything is okay. in play. Especially if, there's, yeah. if it's comic relief. Because oh, at yeah. some point, What's you your, know that you're just butchering it and you need some comic relief. What's your best trash talk zinger ever? I don't have. I really don't have. I've got I, one if you want to think is, about uh, it. I remember the first time I ever played two. Like oh, oh that's a good yeah. one. I'm a sarcasm with or, you. Or you're just not good enough to get that mad. I mean, who doesn't want to throw that I say that. that. One? I do say that. You're just not, you're just yeah. not that good enough to get that mad. You're just not good enough to get right. that mad. Did you wait all week long stewing spreadsheets just to throw <laughs> that putter? <laughs> right. Like, what do you think you're doing? You know, right. really. Right. I, my best one came with my former boss, Todd Castleberry, when we played at Four Streams one time, and he had the misfortune of going into an area off of number eight, the Gricklegrass. Yeah, the Gricklegrass, right, yeah. exactly, yeah. the gunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, he yeah. went in there, and he unfortunately found a hornet's nest that was in oh, the ground. No. And oh, they no. came out, and they pop, 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 dotted him up. He's yep. taking his pants off. We're letting groups come through us. <laughs> wow. It's a bad situation. So he finally, you know, gets settled down. He's got welts all over him. He's going to be okay. Luckily, not allergic to uh, bees. And he ends up getting on the green, and he ends up making this putt for, I don't know, a six or something. It ends up way short. And I just look at him, I go, Pick it up, Winnie the Pooh. You're good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Wrong? Was that out of bounds? Should no, I not have no, done that? It was, it was very clever, was actually. Genius, okay. really. I like the wit. Yeah. I had a lot of time to think about it because, again, yeah. we're waiting for groups to come through, and I'm thinking, is my boss going to die? Yeah. As he's <laughs> swelling up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. inconveniencing me. Okay, coming up, a quick nine featuring the nine best storylines of this year's Masters Tournament. We are here at Golfdom for your Masters edition of the Capital Golf. Gang. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. 
four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who want to aside. Automatic presses, tee it up everywhere, and use the grease. Great line from Dead Solid Perfect. For those that don't know, we are back here at Golfdom Masters Week. We taped on a Wednesday, so if you're listening on the radio, obviously we have no results from day one, day two, and or the morning of day three. But you can listen to us uh, via podcast on the uh, Red Circle platform. Just search for Capital Golf Gang. We are three guys and a gal this week as my good friend and former colleague Carol Maloney joins us here to talk a variety of things, including... The nine best storylines at this year's Masters. Shall we get it started here? Let's do it. Okay. Hole number one, storyline number one, live versus the world. <laughs> How important is it for a live player to either win or for several of them to be in the mix on television come Sunday afternoon? Carol, I'll start with you. Uh, well, I mean, it would definitely increase the momentum of this new league and, and the attention because it seems like they started to – you know, get all, it was hot, it was a hot topic, it was a hot thing, and a lot of attention, and then it was, they're faltering, right? So PGA Tours kind of adopting some of the the things that are maybe working for them, like right. just... Right, they uh, stole some of their ideas. Yeah, yeah, which is found good. their wallet. Competition. Yes, they did. Breeds, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Right. I would say excellence yeah. or uh, champions but, or, I mean, it's new good co- for it, PGA yeah. Tour, but I think Live Golf is going to be short-lived, like a lot of copycat the, leagues over the time yeah. nba had the aba or you yeah. know you had different the usfl of golf right remember right. when so that it's not was gonna a last thing. that long and yep. it, this is a money grab for these yeah. players and they're just yep. so they have to i think they have to make a good showing to like just get the kind of momentum and the crowds and the attention that yeah. otherwise i think it's going to be cool they out. talked they there was a lot of chirping chatter leading up to it but then once the practice rounds came a number of live guys played alongside tour guys, Rory and Brooks Kepka being the two biggest names, yep. and it didn't seem to be an issue. Yeah, uh, Commissioner McElroy came up with a ruling, I think, that uh, we're going to, you know, the Masters is, is above all that, and we're going to put that aside while we do this. And But it was funny how he said, there's a couple guys I would play with, like DJ and Kepka, but the, but the rest Other of them, guys, not no. so much. Certainly not Sergio. And the pairings were interesting, too, to see who they put with live guys and who they didn't. Like, the, all the what do you call the premier groups? Let's call them the elevated groups because we're talking about the tour. Uh, none of them have live guys. They did yeah. not force pair any awkward potential right. pairings, right? It's because it's the masters. Wow. Just do everything perfect. Wow. We don't yeah. need to create yeah. a side show. No, here. Don't. It's Even, all about the masters, which is really what the guys came in there from the live and from the PGA tour. They kind of put their hats down and said, this is all about the Masters. So we're not even going to get involved with this. They had one person represent the Live Tour in Camp Smith in the interview. 
and you know they're all shaking hands and kissing babies. There are a bunch mm-hmm. of millionaires out there. Right. They just want to play golf. They're all friends, mm-hmm. so it's not a big deal. Many of but them. But to answer your question, they're playing for their life. This is this is their qualifier. Right. Because as so every majors. tournament goes by, they have no way mm-hmm. with uh, world ranking points to get into the majors. So every major that they're eligible for, for right now. There's from an past urgency years, for sure. They have Great no other point. way. Because yeah. this is the shortest, easiest field they'll find of the four majors. Yeah, and it's the top 24 gets back into the Masters. The top whatever goes to the U.S. Open and right. the PGA. Yeah, the and top five. So, well, good thing they played a Muni in Florida last week. Yeah, get yeah. tuned up for it. Yeah. Orange <laughs> County <laughs> National. Yeah. There, there was people asking, like, so what's that course like versus Augusta? And I think DJ said. Can't even use them the same they sense. They can't even use them the same yeah. sense. Are you going to go see when they come to D.C.? Hell yeah, we'll be at the Live Tour. I'm not anti the Live players. I'm not even anti the Tour per se. I just think it's a a loaded golden 747 of gold brick money that is not going to fly. It's got a long runway that's paved with gold. It just as a concept won't get over the trees um, would you have taken, at the end of the runway. Would you have taken it, the money, if you would have been offered? Like, no, absolutely. How purses? much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No way would I compromise my, well, how much was it again? But think about it. You can wear shorts. You get uh, three-day tournaments instead of four. I would never wear shorts. That's an unprofessional look. I have a big What are the other changes? I'm not against the music, all music over during the, the music thing. That's yeah, yeah, stupid, yeah. Well, I'm not against the players. I'm against the tour. I am dead against the tour. I know you are. But I'm not against the players, and I'm not against anyone saying, you're going to give me $10 million? Like, Up front? I'm 80th in the world. You're giving yeah. me $10 million. Yeah. I got my kids, my next two generations set up yeah. for life. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going. Well, no, the, money, no the money plus the chance to beat Kevin Nas breaks off would be appealing. Question. Let me ask you. $3 million, Sorry, Carol. $3 sure. million dollars to announce on that tour. You like take it? Jerry Foltz? Or yeah, Faraday. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Of course. That is hard money right. to earn. I don't know about right. Faraday. Faraday made a lot of money with uh, his TV show and everything else. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised by Faraday, although he probably saw what happened to Costas and McCord and said, yeah. that's going to happen to me, so let me jump while the jumping's good. You know, Fultz was a C-team guy over on the Golf uh, Channel, and this British clown they got, I mean, I listen to him and I laugh. I go, who, who takes you seriously? The thing is, is it's they're not following some no name to this. It was Greg Norman, right? So yeah. they're like, and I think that's like, who the win's most important to. The original question: It's important to Greg right. Norman. It's not important to me. It's not uh, important to any of us. Which we is don't more care. reason that we don't want any of those guys. Probably, yeah. We never want Greg Norman having any victory at Augusta. What Greg I love is the fact the he's not there. They didn't invite him, by the way. Good. Total stiffage. Not right. even a grounds Same. pass this year. Complete loser. <laughs> okay. Well, well, uh, yeah. Let's Why move on. Hole number two. We're way behind pace. The longer th- uh, we're on. The clock We're already. On the clock on hole hole number two, the nine best storylines this year at the Masters. The new 13th, Azalea, as I told you guys earlier. Mm-hmm. What if nobody reaches it in two? What if nobody even goes for it in two? Is it still a great hole? No. Wow. That was no. quick. Because? Because there's no risk-reward. If no one goes for it, there's no risk-reward, which the It becomes a wedge game. You hit, you yeah. got 70, 80, 100-yard yeah, wedge Yeah, short shots. game is the, yeah, the short game players to have a chance to get it inside what's the pen interesting on to your me, approach every time. With the, yeah. with the rain yeah. that's expecting, and I hope it doesn't rain the day year, there's a— It's going to rain. You, you know, two, two schools of thought. One of is, you know, I, I, I read somewhere that uh, I think DJ said— uh, if it's more than a five iron, I'm not going to try it because w- back where they're going to be with 35 yards off the tee, 
there's more slope. So not only is it longer, but it's the side hill where the ball might be 18 inches above your feet. Um, so, you know, the, I don't know if that's universal. If it's raining, they're going to go for it. Well, that's, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The greens soften up. you got two schools of thought. One is, well, I can stop a four iron or a longer iron. Or if I lay up, it's going to be really easy to, to spin my wedge and stop it within a couple of feet of the hole. So maybe it's more likely to Carol, you think up. it'll still be a good hole? I do. Great I hole. mean, they had I, – I was, uh, you know, looking into it, and I saw there were six eagles and six bogeys on that hole. Right. Last year. And then if you go back to 28, they're always tinkering it. Right. Mm -hmm. So we go back to 2018. I believe it was something like seven and maybe nine. I I think that it's still going to be a this got to be a scorable hole for people. I think people are still going to try to go for it, which will make it exciting. And they'll move the tees. Well, that's the next big question. Will they? I don't know. At least know. one day. It, I mean, it, well, put it this way. Kerry Haywood, because he likes the variety of Correct. doing it like that. Now, at the tournament, they have a, probably have a committee, and they've all decided maybe it's we're driving home the point that we move this 35 yards, so it's back all four days. Fun's over. Correct. Fun's over all four days. Right. Why, why the cost to acquire this real estate, while <laughs> small in size, was absolutely uh, exorbitant, I must say. <laughs> they knew that we had the money, so it that... Well, one wouldn't have thought that a mere square patch of Augusta Country Club would cost so much. I have a, a, a pretty basic question, but so the Masters is the only tournament right that gets to go every year at augusta national right and in, in yes. all of golf yes correct so which, which makes it great for us because we know exactly what exactly. hole and we know everything about we know how all these holes that? play yep because they, the, they own the course that's bobby jones's vision he's like we're going to hold a tournament here why does pga tour always I they chose they choose to well, wait, the, well, the, PGA, Carol, the Tour. PGA Tour can't just muscle their way in. It's a private club. Well, that's a club matter. We, okay. we control. Well, but they the shut PGA the club Tour, down during the summer anyway, The Carol. PGA Tour repeats courses every year where it stays at I the know. same place. But obviously the majors, the other associations, so the PGA of America, my organization for the PGA Championship, USGA, RNA, they're moving it around because they're trying to move it around in different parts of the country. Yes. And now the USGA has their anchor clubs where they're going back every eight years or whatever it is like that but that's what's so great about augusta and it being the first one though is that if you say hey someone hit it right on six we all visualize six you know the par three down the hill but there's no reason carol just kind of that's what tradition did yeah all right tradition like no other (laughs) hole number three bring it out hole number three tiger and phil back again they were gone last year both them tiger with injury phil with his uh sort of introspective time time of shame after the live (laughs) Comments came out from uh, uh, Alan Shipnuck. Did you ever think, though, that Tiger's public reputation, his public-facing sort of, you know, vibe, would be way higher than Phil's? Because it was exactly reversed just a few years ago. I'm stunned, and I'm happy for Tiger. This is the best version of Tiger there's ever been. He is seemingly normal, well-adjusted, open, communicating through the media with the game of golf and those in it, participatory in all these things. It's great. He's an ambassador. And Phil now, Carol, is yeah. like a pariah. No comment. I've never liked Phil. He's always been below Tiger to me, even through the whole drama. Uh, Phil, I covered Phil in 97 at... Um, Congressional? The in- International. 
Castle Pond. Oh, wow. Castle Pond. Yeah. 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 Came Stable up on the show last week. scoring system. Yeah. That came up last week on the it show. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah, These yeah. guys hate so it. So he was, I was <laughs> I a it. young rookie reporter. I covered his win. I just did not like his vibe, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm a woman. I have a long memory. And then I had a lot and of, good I had a lot yeah. of gambling. As it turns out. I yeah. had a lot of gambling debt kind of whispers coming at us, or, you know, how he just left people hanging when he owed him money after. And I'm just, uh, you know. Well, it's well documented with the Billy Walters allegedly. stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, there are some things about with Tiger was human and it was like, you know, he wasn't human to us before his scandal, but I thought it was something he could recover from. Okay. I'm so glad he wasn't drunk driving when he had that accident. Well, it doesn't matter. He was, he was incapacitated and could have killed somebody. But that said, still, he's made a great yeah, recovery. Tiger's always been ahead of yeah, him. I, I'm shocked. And, and, and I, I agree that, you know, kind of uh, some on the inside might have a more, little more insight to fill, but his public persona and, and reputation, especially after Tiger's fall, was very high. And and I, I'm shocked as well because it's been a total Mongolian reversal here. Yeah. And and you know Phil's now a pariah, and and I I, I hear just from from reading uh, news reports that even at the Champions Dinner last said night, nothing kept to said himself. Nothing. Exactly. That, I mean, this is a guy. Who, who used to run to the mics? Well, where his, where's his PR machine? Yeah, I mean, who, who thinks everything he says is gold? And he, machine people got to hear what he has Carol, to offer. The, who bought yeah, the act? Who bought the Mayor McCheese Act? Mm-hmm. Ronis, real quick as we move on. I just on think here. it's a shame. Yeah, I think they both could have gone into the sunset as great ambassadors to the game, and it's just. A shame. I think it's a stunning shame for Phil because he was riding so high after Kiowa. It yep. was yeah, unbelievable. Shame. Okay, hole number four, best storylines of this year's Masters. Can Scotty Scheffler pull off the rare Augusta repeat? Only Nicholas Tiger and Faldo have won back-to-back, which I find rather interesting. You know, short fields, good players. You know how to tickle this pinball machine of a course just right to get the low scores. Why don't they win back-to-back? Pressure. Yeah? Yeah. Can he do it? But I think, you know, what Carol would said when we were talking about the same course, I mean, that that is definitely part of it is that there are course, horses for courses, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you know this course, and you've obviously succeeded on it by having won the previous year. It can only be pressure. Well, I also think the field is just so strong that, you know, that there's so many good players nowadays that well, you may play well. Well, it's strong at the top. Mm, it's not it's deep. Not, well, it's right. not deep. Strong. Yeah, strong at the top, but not Correct. deep. Yeah. yeah, more accurate. I think the, because the, the, the tournament's played in April, the weather actually is very dicey at times. So I don't think you get the same course year after year. You get the same piece of terrain. But I think that sometimes it's a calm year and, and a certain player will win and other times it's really windy and another player will win. So that's why I think you don't see as many back-to-back because the weather is kind of different each year. But last su- again, last, pressure, I think, is what yeah. Carol says is absolutely correct. Last year on Sunday, I couldn't believe this, nobody got home in two on 15. Mm-hmm. Nobody got home on 15? Yeah. It's crazy. That, that wind can swirl. Well, they, they reached. Well. A lot of them went over the back. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. So No one reached and was putting. Yeah, correct. Okay. And there was no eagles on Sunday at 15. I feel like have we even had a tournament if there's not an eagle on 15 <laughs> on Sunday, but that's just me. Hole number five, uh, most important storylines this week at the Masters, Rory McIlroy chasing the career Grand Slam. Finished second, three shots behind Scheffler last year. Had the hole out along with Morikawa on 18, which is an amazing moment. Um, how much higher would a win here lift McElroy into the golfing firmament? Dude, 
I mean, it, it's career everything. Grand Slam. Yeah. How, career grand slam. how long yeah. has it been since he's won a major? Eight years? Yeah, it's been like eight years. Yeah. yeah. And was there six people but who have the career grand slam? Five. five. Yeah, he would be six. He's in the top ten and have has been. I, I don't know what the stat is. Hogan, Nicholas, always... Woods, Player, Sarazen. Yeah. He's the, the longest man. That's your The longest group. one of those individuals has taken to get the fourth leg is three tries. Okay. He's on his ninth. Yeah, right? he's on his yeah. ninth try. He... he Melted down a couple times. Yeah, couple that times. one year when he was young, much when younger, young. when he shot yeah. 80 yeah. on the on the final day. Yeah. Um, and last year was kind of a backdoor. You know, he shot 64 on the last day, so he wasn't second. He's until, had a few of those where it's yeah. either day two or day one that he shoots so 76. So we'll know. You know, as this airs on Saturday, it's round one is right. what's going to do him. It undoes him every time. I think his average score is 76. He he's he's got it so much in his mind and and what we hear from him this year pre this week before the tournament starts is he's more relaxed he's not putting as much pressure on himself uh, i hope it works he put in a lot of scouting according to reports yeah he, he played a few early. rounds yeah. yeah exactly commissioner mcelroy that's not like a it. dig is it that's no you know unless I think, tiger i, think I hope he's not carry, no he's Don't carrying the weight hopefully here. he's meditating i know just the place yeah exactly well in wonder um, studio yes. in northwest spring in abundance DC. right yeah. <laughs> do you have any golf meditations you could teach us at the <laughs> studio idea. you know there's this something called a four Be the seven eight breath and it's a, a way to get your brain to relax. Calm down. Yeah. Relax. It's just signals to your brain, time to relax. I think Club Pro Guy was needs. selling one of those things. Was it not 478? No, that's I, the 757 swing uh, I would like to know that just for dealing with members at yeah. the golf course. Yeah. I'd yeah. like yeah. to know that. Serenity. 478. Yeah, so do your 478 four, breath. Four, seven, eight. Four, okay. four seconds in, just so anyone knows. 19 minutes hold behind. 478. Hold it for seven <laughs> seconds and then exhale for eight seconds. Three of those and you feel a lot nice. more relaxed. Okay. So, there you go, Rory. Hole number, number six. Tiger this week full-on endorsed a so-called tournament ball for pros. Does this mean it's all over but the lawyering? Because I think it does. It's all over. They're doing this. They should. When Tiger came out and said, oh, yeah, we should definitely be playing our own pro ball that doesn't go as far. I'm like, well, it's over. <laughs> no? Do you want Tiger to? 23 wouldn't have had that same statement come out of his mouth. No. 23 years old? You think Tiger would have said, yeah, we should cut back on this golf ball? No. Okay. Now that he's 46. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you know, these guys are getting stronger and better. So you think, but he wait a minute. He's back. Because he's Nick right out the there. Same thing. He's right the, out there with him, though. I know, but it's just. He's it, still moving. It's, it. He's it's, not expected it's to. It's What's interesting to me is that Rory agrees. So Commissioner McElroy. So, you know, I think. I think it's definitely heading that way. But Justin Thomas, who's little brother to Tiger, pretty much. Said no. Said Terrible no. Idea. He said it while he's wearing its Titleist hat, you know. Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> so there's probably something along to do with there, right? The, the manufacturers have no interest in this. How are they going to sell? They're not going to be able to sell that, that pulled back ball. What do you think? You know? I think it's a dumb idea. I think it's a, totally. it's a solution in search of a problem, Carol. It's uh, something that I, – I, here's the question I ask, Carol. So let's say they roll the ball back 10, 12 yards. What have they won? Yeah, nothing. What you have know, we won? It's a great equalizer. You have a standard ball in a lot of leagues. It's not going to equalize anything. The better but players, the longer players, are still going to be the better, longer players. Other courses They're just going to be 10 have, yards shorter. Other courses don't have the ability to constantly tinker like Augusta. Like Augusta that's true. Does. I mean, that's, that's, the, so that's, that's the argument for the, it. The argument about all you these need keys an 8, being built is the biggest untrue hobgoblin ever put forth. What does I mean, it matter? I don't want to But what does it, it matter? And it, it also doesn't matter because it it's a handful of rich courses full of rich dum-dums. Just, just pull the rough in. Shoot 17 under instead of 13 under. Exactly. What's the difference? 
Exactly. It said uh, to me, it, but that's just my opinion. Hole number seven. Is this the last year of the Nicholas Player ceremonial first tee shots? Player is 87, and as I said last week, is now becoming old man out in his robe in the front yard yelling about his soup. <laughs> <laughs> While Nicholas is 83 and not in as good a physical shape. You got Watson as the third guy. Could this Who have been have, the last? Could this have been the last one? Yeah, yeah, it does. I love yeah. It. these are my idols. Yeah. Player, player losing his mind has hurt my self. Would hurt they replace soul. him? All that. They would yeah. replace if, him. Yeah. Right? And that's the thing. Who's in line? Like Faldo's in line, right? Yes, sir. Like so. yet? I don't think so. I mean, he'd be 30 years out there probably. What was he? 50 something, 60 years well, old? He's an uh, analyst. So well, you know what? Yeah. Give up that. Hey, Nick, get off the Montana ranch where yeah. I see you posting on Instagram and yeah. go hit a shot. One well, shot. right, but so you got Watson. Play, Watson. Player can't find Crenshaw. the first team. Watson, Faldo, Crenshaw is the new trio. Crenshaw could do it for sure. Crenshaw yep. be He's already the host of, uh, yeah, of the fair. champion's dinner. That's fair. So he's kind of in that mode. He's the host of that dinner? Yeah. Yes, Carol. Question. Would Tiger Woods someday ever do that? I think he would. Yes, yes. he for will. Augusta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he yeah. would. Yes, he will. Yeah. And if he's not shaving that head by then, God help him. <laughs> Just give it up, okay? Don't be like I, your old there man. There are treatments. I, <laughs> I, I hope Jack can hold on, but I, I, the end is near. That's I, for sure. It's very sad. Hole number eight, what media streaming broadcast innovation does Augusta still need to develop to embrace and keep evolving with the times? They've done a phenomenal job. The app for the Masters, which is totally free, is considered to be app. an industry leader in any sport, anywhere. What, though, do they still lack? In terms well, of broadcasting? I think the only Anything thing of all the full media presentation. Like, for a number of years, Carol, they didn't have Shot Tracer. When other tournaments yeah. did, they finally yeah. added that. That makes I like, sense. I like, you know, during the the round interviews. Walk, like walk and talk? Interviews. You want the walk and talk at Augusta? Interviews. I do. Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be a tough sell for the Well, for I'm the also a sideline reporter. I, I, would too. I was always about in the middle. I used to do arena football, and we were in the – I was yeah. in the sideline. I mean, box. I agree I that we it, would love it. But I don't want it. I love it. But I don't want it at Augusta. That's really stupid to even say. How about, okay. Because I, I love it. I mean, it. you get some real emotion You right get there. It's great. I'll yeah. tell you. But I'll, for some reason, I got, I'll I tell you what they need. They need more camera angles. Sure. They have well, used the same angles, the same shots forever. And while they're iconic, and I'm sure that they frame up in the best value possible, there's a lot of other ways to look at these holes that is truly unique. They need more cameras behind 12. Behind greens in general, yeah, I think. Behind it must be some optic thing that they struggle with. No, they don't struggle with it. They they're, don't struggle with anything. They're old traditional. Here's yeah. my thought, too. The, the app right now, which, as you said, is a leader and, and is awesome, I can watch every shot of every player after the fact. So what are we missing? 20,000 uh, shots, they say, plus. Yeah, what are we missing? I want to watch Justin Thomas right now wherever Condensed he is. Round. No, no. Oh, put, live view. I want live view of every shot he wants every, to hit. They don't have that? No, you, you, you only see one, it at the end of the hole. You go to the cool. scoreboard oh, and it says right. okay. he's hit his first two shots and I can watch his first two shots. And then two minutes, three minutes after he hits his third shot, I can watch that. But you're talking about I just want to go pick peek my, in. Yeah, I want to pick whatever I want to see. on uh, each player. Yeah. That's not just bad. money. Yeah. It's just yeah. money. How about, how about wire cams? Drone footage. Drones or wire cam that give you more areas? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Finally, hole number nine. This is a surprise hypothetical. I did not include it on the list because I want this to be fresh as I confront you guys with it. Here is the scenario. You're in the crow's nest, one of the most incredible things in sports, a little 
800 square foot room with a couple of bunk beds where the amateurs get to stay above the clubhouse at Augusta while they're competing. Incredible, right? You're there and you're about to fall asleep and you hear this voice. <laughs> oh boy. You hear this voice and it turns out it's Ben Hogan. It's the ghost of Hogan and he's talking to you. And you freak out. Your skin goes in completely turkey skin right away. The hairs are standing up. You're like, is this really happening? And you jolt out of bed and you see your playing partners and they're dead asleep. And you're like, wake up, wake up. And nobody's waking up. And here's the voice of Hogan talking to you. What do you do? Do you run out of there like a banshee, white as a ghost? Or do you sit and listen? And say, yes, Mr. Hogan. And maybe he's got some advice on how to play the course. I'll answer and say dead people talk to me all the time. So I definitely <laughs> answer back. So you would not be terrified no. by that. You would talk to Ben Hogan. Carol would bring in a group no. at the that point. We would bring in a group of people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ghoul, what would yeah. you do in that I, unthinkable hypothetical? I would not be terrified either. I would want to know the secrets. And I would say, and, and is, if Bobby Jones is there, let him talk to me too. So let's get, let's get everybody out there. Okay. That would be fascinating. Uh, all right. Ronis, what I, I would, would you do? I would do whatever I could to not fall asleep. <laughs> and I would just talk and talk and talk. I don't believe in anything that Hogan says, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I really don't. And I don't know how many words he'd say to me. He might just sit there and breathe and look at me because it's Ben Hogan and say, you're soft. You don't practice enough. Okay. Trash what if some weight? What if the ghost yeah. of Gay Brewer talked to you? Would you say, Gay, I'm trying to get some yeah, sleep. I'm, all right. Yeah. You know, I got an early <laughs> round tomorrow. <I'm> <laughs> Appreciate you haunting okay. me here. It's a great win, Gay, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> okay. All right. Final segment. We'll have our two minute stories from the links. Quick two minute anecdotes from a real life golfing experience. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang Masters Edition right here from Golfdom in one of their fitting bays. Come on down. Stores here in Tyson's as well as Rockville and soon to be Annapolis. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Bourne, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. <laughs> We are back here. It's three guys and a gal. Carol Maloney from the Well and Wonder studio in Northwest D.C. Go to wellandwonderstudio.com for all of your wellness needs. What a great thing she has built here in her post-television career. And we got to play golf this summer for sure. This final segment, Carol, is us to bring a little two-minute anecdote okay. to the show from our experiences playing golf. Can be recent, could be one that's been around for a while, but just a little two minutes 
on something that happened unique, notable, interesting on the golf course. Do you guys do this every week? Is it's this a new better? feature. New feature. We started feature. last week. New feature started okay. last week. So, so you've so, played yes. since then, and you have a new story. You can't go way back? or can No, you, you can go way back. Definitely go way back. I'm going, going way back. This. And right, if I'll you let you wanna, guys start. Okay, I want to hear what you're doing, and then you, I'll pick you one. You get the courtesy last order off the menu. Which is usually reserved for my wife. <laughs> Give her the mo- let her bat. Tell forth. her I said hello. I will. It's okay. Ronis, you start today. Two minute well, story from I the links. I don't want to bring anything down, but a friend of a good friend of mine, friend of buddies as well, um, passed away this weekend. Uh, he was my first assistant when I got into the business. He was I was 22 and was named head pro because the head pro got fired out on the range, and I was named the head pro. And he was in college, and. Um, we were part of an organization that went from like 2 million to 20 million. His name was Steve Conley. He was actually our uh, Cobra Puma um, regional uh, rep, uh, regional uh, sales manager. I'm getting a little, I haven't thought about this yet, so I'm getting yeah. a little emotional. But the reason I bring that up is because, you know, when you reminisce on someone who's passed away, you, you think of, you know, all the good times you had. Our good times were out on the golf course. And we would go, you know, we had a, uh, we were a public course, but we had a huge retail operation in Wayland, uh, in Massachusetts. And we would call, we would do favors for all the local pros because they didn't want to carry, you know, 50 clubs. So they would say, hey, you got a flex twist driver that I can have for a member. And then we would go play their golf courses. So we would, every Monday or Tuesday, we would, we would go play these golf courses. So the memories that I have of him are all golf related. And I was just thinking that how many more memories can we have if we embrace this game and everything that it brings to us? Yeah. Four hours out on the golf course, sometimes with complete strangers, like you said that you had in, in Arizona. Yeah. That is, that's what golf is all about. So although it's a, you know, it's a big loss, I can sit here and say that you know, we got the most out of our childhood, really. And almost all of that was through golf. So... I just, you know, I appreciate him, but I appreciate the game in how it brings people together. So Yeah, well said, beautiful, and sorry for your loss. Yep. Mr. Gould. Uh, yeah, so last week we talked about, you know, how golf brings people together, and we talked about, you know, different generations. You talked about people that you had never met before, strangers. And, and at the end I said, you know, notice we didn't say anything about competitive scores, like who was winning and, or who wasn't. And I have one story about being competitive – that I'll, you know, I'll hang on to my whole life. So uh, my, my dad, who, who has since passed, uh, but uh, was a member at Evergreen Country Club here in, in the D.C. area, and uh, his member guest one year, it was the early 2000s, I, I got a chance to play with him, and I was so nervous. And I, I work in golf, but I was nervous because I was playing with my dad and the member guest. And uh, for those of you who know the course, uh, we started on the back, number 10, which is a little bit over a, a lake and then, you know, probably a, a kind of short we're, part we're four. Not, we're not going all 18, are we? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is just this first hole. <laughs> topped it into the water. I was so Oof. nervous. Wow. So I teed up again, topped the second one in the water. I'm like, this is going to be a long oh, <laughs> three days. Oh, boy. So I'm out of the hole. I go the, to the beverage cart, shotgun two beers. I play great the rest of the day. Good for you. We... And so the next day, preemptively. Coach in a can. That's yeah. right. Preemptively Never next fails. day. Same thing. Played great. We won the member guest, won the match, oh. you know, the, the matches. 
great memory of mine that I always have with my dad, uh, you know, even though he's passed. So that is that's what golf awesome. created for, for us. Right. You know? And eight years later, through AA, you got sober. <laughs> that's and correct. That's a wonderful story. <laughs> that's right. It was a bit of a detour in life. All started. <laughs> he drinks two beers before every meeting, <laughs> yeah, that's before right. every phone call. Every time I talk to Ronas, I have <laughs> two to drink beers. two beers. You might drink three yeah. in front of me. So with the U.S. Open coming up at L.A. Country Club, which is kind of this reclusive, never used, never seen before venue out mm-hmm. in L.A., it's almost like the Pine Valley of the West Coast. I've had a number of buddies on text threads and whatever talk about it, and I'm like, yeah, I played there. And they're like, what? How'd you wow. do that? You know how I got to play there, Carol? This is the craziest story. We got hooked up with a guy at a public course, me and a buddy in California when I was just out of college, up the road in Santa Barbara. And this guy was a nice older gentleman. And a fourth guy in our group, because it was us two, this old guy, and another dude we didn't know, had a stand-up putter. The dumbest idea ever. Mm. Big flat iron. You would stand it up. You could walk away from it and then go line up your putt. This guy was taking forever, and it was a total pain in the ass. Well, this old guy starts coaching him during the round. And he's actually, you know, trying to help him and line him up, and I'm just getting completely flabbered. I'm this close, Carol, to going off on him. Luckily, I didn't, because at the end of the round, we got to talking. The old guy was a a pro emeritus at L.A. Country Club. And because I had pulled back from the brink of going nuclear, we had a good round, and he said offhand, ever want to come play LACC? Just call me. Look me up. I'll get you on. And we're like, ha-ha, sure. Well, sure enough, my buddy and I a month later called up, and he's like, sure, come on down. He got us a tea time. We went and played L.A. Country Club Nice. because I was this close to going crazy on an old man trying to coach up a guy using a stand-up putter on a public course. And you didn't. I didn't. Everything you thought it would be? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. (laughs) But unfortunately, it was was 1994, so no camera, no digital assets, no phone, no proof that I Probably not allowed. And the stand-up putter will be illegal in 2025. No longer really leave. correct. Good. What took so long? I don't know. That's a pace. That's a long right. Carol, you've had plenty of time to now. think about mine. All quick right. Anecdote. Just some quick memory. Uh, uh, Arch Campbell is a oh, pretty yeah. well-known guy around here in mm-hmm. the D.C. area. Television TV. culture yeah. critic, rock on tour, Channel Four icon. And a friend, and we played together our first time at Columbia, just the two of us. And I decided to go uh, Facebook Live just because he's Arch Campbell. He's a legend, and I'm just going to do a Facebook Live like golf cart interview and we get up to my favorite hole oh no which is uh, 16 at columbia oh, you, know, yeah. you carry the, the short water par three. short par three over the water but i've been playing with him on the white tees and i didn't want to then all of a sudden be like now i'm going to hit the reds i need right. the ladies tee to carry this water so i decide so we're alive and we have it on my phone and actually it did go on my facebook page but we're uh, i hit two in the water and i'm like i'm totally like 10 cup i'm like and and then the so the third shot i finally up my club i carry the water and i'm on the fringe and we're driving and just talking whatever i nail like a 15 foot putt on facebook live it was like the greatest moment of my golf game because i'm it's like the, when you know for six you're but being it was still, broadcast. Yeah, yeah. i was gonna say being in the business I you said, edited you know what I out said? those first you two. know what i said birdie that's right <laughs> that's right that's right that's good how's arch doing he's good okay yeah, good i'll tell him he said hello thank Let's you play. guys so much for letting me join yeah, thank you oh, it was a pleasure Certainly you brightened pleasure. our foursome for yeah. sure well I'll, next time you say go green i'll know you're being serious. no joking around we dress yeah. for the show next we time being next week yeah. wednesday right here 12 30 yeah. exactly well just like i predicted the win of the masters is 
insert golfer here yeah, <laughs> since we right. taped on a Wednesday. <laughs> right. It's going to be right. John Rom, everybody. It's going to be John right. Rom. It's going to be good. strong. Yeah. Um, boy, I'd love it for be McElroy, but yeah. I'm afraid he's going to break my heart again. I love that boy. Love that lad. I the commissioner. Him. The shadow commissioner. As that. cool as Dutchum. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, listening this week. We really appreciate it. Reach out to us anytime. Reach out to me, Zabe, at Yahoo.com. And as always, uh, swag is welcome. Swag and invites to yes. your clubs. We don't bring stand-up putters either. All, All right, right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Golfdom for sponsoring us and WJFK for airing this show on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Get out there, play some golf, enjoy the Masters, and we will see you next time.